And welcome back to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always great to have you here with us, of course. Our time that we get to spend with great professionals in and around the area talking about issues that are important to you and very interesting. Today is going to be part two of a conversation that we had a few days ago with Tom Verostek with Q3 Capital Management. He's based in Sewickley. And we were talking about cryptocurrency. And Bitcoin, and Bitcoin is a form of cryptocurrency and trying to understand what this is all about and do you really need to be a part of this or not? So we're going to continue that conversation today with Tom. But before we welcome him into the program, let me give you all the different ways that you can listen because you do have us on Alexa-powered devices. You have us online at WISR680.com. You can listen live or listen to this when we're done as our podcast. To access that, by the way, you go programs, let's talk, and then look for Q3 management. All right. So uh, then you also have us on the app that you can put on your mobile devices. So whatever device you want, take us with you, and we'll talk to you that way. And then, of course, you do have us on the radio. I don't know if I still have clearance to say AM and FM now. I'll just say it anyway and ask for forgiveness later, right? <laughs> That's how it goes. But we're going big here. So we'll talk more about the FM side of everything in a bit. All right. So let's welcome Tom back into the program. Tom, welcome. It's nice to see you again. Thank you, Tracy. Yeah. Good last Yeah. Last time we talked, we talked about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And I do want to get into that here in just a minute and mm -hmm. continue that conversation. But before we do, give us kind of that overview of what you do at Q3 Management. Of course, based in Swickley, anyone can come to you as a client. But what do you do for folks? Yeah, I think in, in, in the very end, what we, we do is we, we're, we're fiduciaries. You know, um, that's a fancy word, but basically we're, we're portfolio managers. And we have, to, we have a standard of care, I, I believe it's higher than just uh, you know, a broker. So that's what we do. We, we manage client portfolios. We have a very disciplined process. And part of that process and uh, managing our clients' money is basically educating them on, on what their money is supposed to do, how we manage it, what we, we're looking to accomplish for them. And, and obviously, we're, we're trying to understand what they're trying to accomplish with their money. And so try to bring that all together in, in a again, a disciplined approach. And I think sometimes people hold back from coming to someone in your shoes because they don't even know, you know, they don't mm -hmm. even really have goals. Do you find a lot of people don't have goals? And I want to say that it's okay because it's okay to come to someone like you to say, okay, here's what, what I have. And I'm not quite sure what to do with any of this. Yeah. Uh, I'd say a lot of people don't because, you know, we're all busy or, and, or we feel like we could, you know, do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. right? There's there's definitely some technology out there that 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 encourages people to do it themselves. And, uh, and I've been doing this for over 30 years. And before that, I was a I was a an accountant. So um, numbers are in, in my in my past and future and, and present. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely. I think the world as it becomes more complex. Um, well, let's just say this. There's cycles, and the cycles can lead you to become overconfident or or underconfident, that is fearful, right? So fear and greed, right? Right. And the extremes that, that it can play on your your investment behavior. And oftentimes they're contrary to, to what's in your best interest. Um, so... And if you have a plan of action during those moments of crises, it... it 
can settle you just a bit. Doesn't mean that there's not still fear about something that is unknown in front of you, but still you have a plan. Right. Yep. A disciplined process that you can ride through and be confident with. That's the key. Um, Both, both in, you know, you know, recently in this last year, what, what a year we've had uh, just uh, the, the, the market is going, it's one direction, right? And we've seen this. So then it, it, it gets to the, you know, similar to the, the cryptocurrency is like, well, should I get in now? If you haven't been in by now, that is a, that's a scary proposition, right? Well, I, I waited, I wanted to make sure things were okay. And then oftentimes they get in at the very top, yeah. right? That's, 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 that's very difficult. So, so that's why we come to you to say, what do you suggest? What do I do? Right. Yeah. Uh, how do you stay invested? Um, and, and be invested in through, you know, design so that it does, you know, it can navigate all markets. Yeah. You know? And there's no, and again, it's not, there's no one single investment that, that does that. So it's, it's much more complex. Well, I respect you in, in what you do. I think you're very valuable in, in what you know. And, and I say that from my life of living with my mom who would work in an accounting department and could get something zeroed down to nothing. <laughs> and I couldn't find two pennies at the end of the month in a budget. So uh, so I understand that element of, of how valuable you are to those of us who don't understand numbers and don't do them well. And so I uh, thank you for what you do. So oh, thank, you well, for, thank you for being here too. Uh, so folks, if you want to, to call Tom, you can, or if you want to get online to check his business out, Q3 Capital Management, it's Q, then the number three, capital.net. So Q3capital.net. But Tom, I know we wanted to continue our conversation about cryptocurrency. We had mm-hmm. started that conversation last time we were together. And I was wondering if you could walk me through some of the terminology, if you don't mind, because Again, you mentioned in our last conversation that Bitcoin is a form of cryptocurrency, but you were also talking about those who buy this and, and the investment that they're making. Is this something along the lines of like a stock market trade where people are buying this and then can they sell it? Are they making money off of this? Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, you, we, don't, uh, we don't trade it. Uh, as a matter of fact, most... Um, Entities, brokerages, registered investment advisors aren't permitted. Um, why? Because the SEC has not approved this. So if it's not approved and we're regulated by these, these authorities, then we can't, we can't trade it or own it. Having said that, um, I learned that a lot later. In other words, I've, you know, Bitcoin came out in 2009 and I basically said, this is, this is a fantasy. This is a, a new currency generated out of computers, mind, as they say. And uh, so this is highly, highly speculative. I'm just, that, I just, we just don't get into highly speculative things with our, our clients. Our, our clients' money is what we call serious money. So just don't go down that road. But, you know, later on we realized that, that and actually it was, it was, it was somewhat, somewhat relieving to me that we were not permitted to, to buy it. So, so I believe you can buy this in a, a brokerage type of accounts, such as, um, I don't know, I, I've heard, and again, I'm not, I'm not directing or steering anybody. So make, make that clear, but I believe there are here, I'll just leave names out of it. I know there are ways to invest in okay. it. Okay. Okay. All right. And, um, 
so you can uh, invest in it, and um, you know if it goes up and you sell it and you made you made money, you know, just like anything mm-hmm. else. So to me, I say, look, I think I mentioned this last time. What you know, if you bought Bitcoin at around a th- you know say a thousand dollars, and it's and you were able to sell it this earlier this year, maybe over fifty thousand dollars, a fifty fold increase in your investment, pretty sweet, right? And that's what again all of the fervor is is centered around. It's like Look how how well it's accepted. Look at look at it, and and then they're like, no, 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 no. We're not into this for investment. Per, you know, this isn't about speculation. We just believe it's going to be good for everybody. Mm. And like, no. Well, then if you're encouraging it and you own it, then you have a conflict of interest. So be careful, of those folks out there. Okay. Always look out. You know, usually at the end of the article, they'll say, so and so owns this. Right? Okay. Well, then they have a they have a con- they they disclose it, but they have a conflict of interest. So. Um, always got to look out for those conflicts of interest. I've, I've got a few stories and <laughs> really good lessons that people. Can okay. Learn from. Okay. But um, yeah, so you, 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 you definitely want to consider that, that part of the, it's staying power is from a speculative viewpoint, investors wanting it to just go to the moon. It, 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 they want it to go higher. And then after it goes higher, they want it to go even higher. Right. But I would, I would, Submit to you that, look, the chances of it going up 50-fold again from where it is now are less likely, right? I mean, it would have to be Bitcoin. One Bitcoin would have to be then worth, I don't know, close to $2 million, right? Now, how does that facilitate trade? So, you know, if you're going to buy a car, you, you would have a fraction of a Bitcoin to trade. I mean, it, it, it doesn't make, from a practical standpoint, it's, I believe I'm just going to call it call it what it is. It's become a speculative investment. Not it's leaving the realm of a practical currency in in, in recent years. Where do you see this going? It's been around for a handful of years now. Relatively new when you're talking about money, obviously. But is it still popular? Is it still on the rise of its popularity? Have you seen it level out? Hmm. What have you seen? Well, we've we've seen a pullback in 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 Bitcoin per. And particularly um, this year, and and then of course last week, in one day I believe it was down I don't know ten percent or more. Some of the other ones, um, same thing. You know, um, again sixteen hundred cryptocurrencies or more. So that's um, you know, <laughs> again I, I I don't hear it, don't see it anymore. Where you they say well, but it's going to be more stable than the dollar. It's going to be more stable than the euro dollar. Like, well, I'd say a 10% reduction in one day is not too stable. So, so if you're trying to see, that's the thing. Again, currency has to be fairly stable, right? Because otherwise, um, here, give you the example. We've all seen, okay, we've seen recent inflation, right? So, what what do people do when, with with inflation? when there's inflationary times. Well, they, they, they tend to buy, they rush out and buy more things before they go up in price, right? And which causes more inflation. And at the same time, let's say, let's say we experience deflation, disinflation, prices going down. I mean, we haven't really experienced that to the extremes, but, but if we were to see those kind of, you know, negative valuations, you know, year to year, then then actually that again perpetuates more deflation because the consumer says, well, 
it's gone down 5% in the last year. But if I wait another year, it could go down another 5%. Let's wait. It'll be on sale. It'll be, I got to get it cheaper next year. So the less buying, less, less, you know, commerce. And so both can perpetuate, you know, they, they tend to, the inertia of inflation or deflation tends to uh, continue um, once it gets started. So, um, you know, so we're talking about cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. right? Um, is it, is it something that is stable in which just like inflation an inflationary asset or a deflationary asset, can it be used if the value of it changes so radically? And I think we're, that's where we're going is the, the higher it goes, even right where we are, it, it could definitely see much more gyration than it has in the past. And, and that's where I think those that are behind, you know, supporting this saying, it's, it's here to stay. Like, well, the, you're not hearing the argument that it's a stable currency. And that's, again, let's think about it. It's for primary purpose of currency isn't so much to speculate on its value, but to use it for trade. And if it's going to be used for trade, it should not interfere in, you know, look, companies have to sell their, you know, we, we sell goods to the rest of the world and the rest of the other parts of the world sell them to us, right? Well, if the time, by the time we get it on a ship and it, it arrives over wherever, um, and, and, and they s- decide to pay that company here in the United States, b- but if that, in that period of time, the currency were to go down 10%, well, you know, that could be their whole profit, you know, maybe half of their profit. Maybe they're working on a net operating margin of 20% and the currency just wiped away half of the half of the profit, which again goes around to giving people raises, buying their health insurance, contributing to their 401k. All these, you know, things that that profits do for the workforce. Um, again, you don't want currency getting in the way of that. Uh, if the fluctuation of the currency can affect the profitability of the company. So I think that argument's gone. I mean, I, I, I just I don't hear it anymore. Like, oh, yeah, it's going to be more stable than any other currency. Like, not if, first of all, if you have a, a fixed supply in one of them, I'd say that's, gonna, that's going to make it really expensive, ultimately, because it's limited number. And then, then the confusion sets in when you have multiple currencies, you know, thousands and thousands of currencies. So go back to, I think I mentioned Gary Gensler, SEC chairman. So he hinted in a speech that, that you know, there once was a time in our country when each state decided to issue its own currency. And, of course, the federal government decided to make them illegal. So... Then, then every currency of every state was basically worthless. Okay, why? Because it had the power to do that, and it made sense having a central bank, one bank regulate, you know, for all. So, sort of like what the euro, you know, the United States is the earliest form of what we saw in the euro. Okay, um, it's interesting because you, in my mind, I compare that like we talked about the pigs' nations, Portugal, Ireland. Italy, Spain, Greece. Um, not easy to rattle off those states, or those countries, I should say. But 
But yeah, so you've got you know, various econ- strong economies, weak economies. The, P- the PIIGS co- countries were the weaker ones. Germany, uh, you know, France, the, the stronger ones, right? So you, the idea of a floating currency. Well, think about that. Back then, you know, or even now, what if, what if Oklahoma, again, or Ohio uh, had their own currency, right? So let's say Ohio isn't economically as strong as Oklahoma or vice versa. So their currency, dro- you know, like, okay, that, th- you know, we don't have that here in the United States because here's the advantage the United States has. If you had very, if you had, well, it's in the end, we've got one currency, right? If the way of equalizing a weaker Oklahoma versus a, a stronger Ohio, okay, is our tax system. The federal government says, okay, we're going to, Oklahoma needs roads. We're going to build some roads in Oklahoma. So the state government of Oklahoma doesn't have to spend the money to build the roads because maybe they don't have the, the revenue that Ohio has. So we have, as one currency, an ability to, I'm getting in the weeds, obviously. No, actually, I I had a historical question. When you're talking about the states having different currencies, was that back in the Hamilton days when Hamilton was creating the system that he did? Gosh, uh, I, I'm going to let you uh, quote I'll, that. I'll, I, I don't I'll look that up on Google. Where's <laughs> yeah, Alexa when I need her? Right, right. I just, it's just curious. And just when, when all that unfolded, I just, that'll be another history lesson. We'll have you back. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> all right. So let's fast forward to the cryptocurrency yeah. on, on where we are today with this. Because one question I have is when you say there's 1,600 different cryptocurrencies, why is it that we hear just about Bitcoin? I don't want to say that. Everybody hears just about Bitcoin, but it seems like Bitcoin is the one that keeps coming up. Yeah, I think maybe because it was the first. Mm, okay. And so it's been around the longest, um, and it's taken, and, you know, it's, as my I understand it, it's still not f- filled its total final number of coins. So in other words, they're still being mined, so to speak, which is a, an interesting thing. So, so it, it takes a lot of, lot of computer power to get through this this work process, quote unquote yeah. it's yeah. called work ah. that these computers do to create a bitcoin and that's what mining is that's what mining is okay. right and it, it takes a lot so um, yeah you and and, and the, there's companies particularly in you know some of the i think i think in uh, i saw a, a photo of one of the uh, middle eastern countries it might have been iran where where a group had of investors basically bought a lot of hardware and they were mining it. Uh, and, they, and so the, the government, because it's illegal in Iran, they went and confiscated the computers. So no longer mining it uh, in that particular shop. Is mining equivalent to printing money with something that's tangible? Is, is that a good analogy for our brains to understand what mining is? That's a great, <laughs> and, and originally that's what I thought they were doing. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, you're, you've created a currency out of nothing. So so it's not like it's counterfeit. It's a different, but it is a different currency. So you're basically holding it out as a means of, of payment. But here's, okay, so, but you don't have an economy backing it up and you don't have a taxpayer base backing it up. That's, the, that's where I think the foundation is laying on sand. I mean, it's just, it doesn't have those two critical pieces and regulation, you know? Who, There's no regulation. Who owns it? Who creates it? It, it just, if you don't have a True. company backing it up and you don't have taxes, 
what what is the foundation of it? Yeah, I mean, I, I that's that's the part no one's been able to explain to me. Ah, is, okay, is, is you know who where did it? You know, we 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 have this idea. Someone wrote wrote a white paper on it, and it was a it was a group of people. They they put a fictitious name behind it, but it was basically posted on the internet on how to do this, and 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 then the every every other computer genius, you know, put it together and, and started actually building these things digitally. But uh, again, it's, in my mind, there is a technological feature uh, of encrypting crypto. So that part for, for commerce, I believe has a role, but does it, does it end up being in, in and of itself a, a currency? I, I'm just saying the probabilities are that it, that it may not. Um, again, just because you, you know, China, China, and the United States, any, any, all the central banks get together and say, look, this is what's going to, this, at the end of the day, this is what we're going to use. We're going to allow to stand because it's going to help facilitate trade. But in the end, and there's talk right now, the, the dollar will be digital, digital. So that's where I think it's going. The U.S. dollar will be digital, and, and the other currencies will will find a way to become digital. Yeah. Okay. And I, again, I'm not a computer uh, science major. I'm, I was an accounting major. So all I know is that that it's it has to. One thing that hasn't changed and and, and probably won't change is it, it has to facilitate trade. That's the functional piece that that everybody can agree on. Is it is it a currency? Well, I'd say you got if you just have too many competing current competing interests. Uh, you know, the U.S. government and China are just not going to roll over and say, "Yeah, sure, Bitcoin." You know, all you sixteen hundred plus crypt- cryptos, you guys can now be the form of payment. Mm. I mean, how does that work? Well, then, how does cryptocurrency differ from when we're using an ATM card or a credit card and we're not paying with physical bills or change. How does that differ? Well, yeah, that's so, so ATM is a form of technology. Wire transfer is a form of technology. And, and that's the piece that the, the encryption, the safety, safe transfer digitally of your, of your money that fun- that functionality, I think, is is what I'm saying. Everybody agrees on that. That's here to stay, in the world where people are, you know, hacking and phishing and, and all all the other other criminal activity trying to get people's money. The safety of transfer is is foremost. So I'd say again, the technology's here to stay. The the currency aspect of these things that that where they've just created a currency out of nothing. And again, who's to say? I don't know. Like, can you just pull the plug and it's all evaporate? It's all gone. I, I don't yeah, know. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's certainly to me, from a practical standpoint, like, yeah, I guess that that's possible. Um, you know, again, it's sort of the, the 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 world we live in, right? Elon Musk wants to go to Mars, right? So that's it's a, we're living in a world where everyone's trying to think beyond ourselves, like. What if and 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 this, you know, this this world's going to eventually become you know unlivable. I, you know what? That's a whole another discussion. Yeah, and I'm not going to go down that road. But but I, again, it, it, it's hand in hand with this this fantasy 
w- that we live in that that everything's everything's going to just we're going we're going to create this we're going to create that and and it, I find it sort of Star Wars like okay so okay so I I sort of connect the dots yeah someday they're going to go to Mars and they're going to need a currency on Mars so we'll take you know th- this will be for Bitcoin right. And, and you know it'll what? Be interesting Maybe that's where Bitcoin belongs and, on and Mars. It'll be interesting because if you really think about history and how it has changed over time and just the technology that we have, and now we're flying in planes, and you know, way back mm-hmm. when that wasn't even a, uh, even a thought, you wonder where we're going to be in right. 100 years down the road, you know, 200 years down, 1,000 years down the road, and where all this goes. So th- does it feel like a historical moment, if you will? We we're living a historical time where something may shift for our De- future. Yeah, I'd say it would definitely have, have, have hit that fork in the road. Um, but that's the, you know, we've seen an explosion with the an explosion of knowledge sharing with the internet, mm-hmm. you know? So that's, I think that's, that's a byproduct of all that, that we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of innovation. Um, and this is, this is just one of them. But again, I, gosh, I, I just feel like the government missed the chance to nip this and, and regulate it. And, you know, our industry, we're, we're, we're very, very regulated, as are other industries, you know, health, health and healthcare industry, everyone's regulated, and they do a great job of doing that. And I just think they missed this one. Uh, or what I, what I mean by missing it is, it's gotten so far out of hand that how do they reel it in? I was going to say, can they ever change their mind and say, yeah. yes, now we'll regulate it? Yeah, again, I... And I think they're weighing now the fact that now people have some real wealth in in this, right? If they're investors, and you know, I suppose uh, you know Tesla goes back and forth as to whether they are going to use allow you to use it to buy their cars. So so you know now starting to be used in in normal things, not just mm-hmm. illegal behind the scenes things. Some actual real purchases are are being used. They're using it for so. So that's where I think they've, they've sort of missed the chance to step in and say, here's where it can work and here's where. But I just I see that it's going to be converted to it'll be you're going to see the dollar. Once the dollar becomes digital, you know, it's already there. It already has the the international community behind it um, and just making it a safer, you know, wire transfer process, which, again, I think is e- Ethereum, Ethereum. Uh, is the uh, one company that it's, that's where it's being used for? It's the the safe and and ac- tra- traceable um, wire transfer. As I understand it, it's much quicker. You know, we do a wire transfer; it basically takes a day, and that's domestic. Uh, as my, my understanding, that can be minutes. So think about the speed of, of transactions. Um, well, even you go on a local level, if you go out right. to a festival, you use a card to buy an art or craft from somebody, it's done in seconds, right. done in right. a minute. Yeah, so like the likes of Venmo and those kind of things mm-hmm. that are becoming popular. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, Tom, I appreciate you, you coming to, to talk about this today. It's an interesting topic to talk about because we hear cryptocurrency, we hear Bitcoin, and yet if there, I think there are a lot of people in my shoes that say, okay, I've heard of it, but... I don't think I need to invest in it or I don't even understand it. So it just passes by me. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate you taking some time with us on the past couple of conversations to talk about 
cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. Before I let you go, Tom, anything that you want us to know, anything, what's your takeaway, whether it be about cryptocurrency or about what you do at Q3 Capital Management? Well, thank you. First and foremost, um, just just don't invest based on anything I've said. So <laughs> we want to make sure we have that disclaimer out there. This is just my opinion. And um, But yeah, as far you know, like I said, I think it, it, we're at a fork in the road and uh, cryptocurrency, you're hearing about it. Uh, just interesting how you know, China took action last week and we were, this was on my mind. So I feel like that just tipped the scales for me. I said, you know, we, we probably should address this. It's a timely thing. And uh, there are no, no clear answers. But I think if you look to, I think one place you can start to finally look is, 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 our, is our, you know, whether it's the SEC or the Federal Reserve, what, you know, whether they coordinate or, or each act independently, I think you're going to see some um, action on their part. Um, but in the end, the, in, the interest of, of any economy uh, in terms of their trade, their economy, their tax, really is where it comes down to, right, tax, it starts with the currency. And, tr- you know, and so how do you facilitate trade? So I'd say that that's going to be guarded, and I think China was the, was, you know, a very good first shot across the bow. Yeah, Tom yeah. Verostek, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me again, folks. Tom is with Q Three Capital Management, based out of Sewickley. But if you would like to check out his company company online, you're always more than welcome to get in touch with him. But online, it's Q Three Capital net. So it's Q the number three Capital net. Folks, thank you so much for joining us for this segment of Let's Talk. You can listen to this conversation in its entirety and catch our earlier conversation as well at WISR680.com. What you do is pick programs, Let's Talk, and then look for Q3 Capital Management. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk.